Folks, wondering what happened on July 14th in baseball history? Eddie Matthews and Hank Aaron both hit 500 home runs, although they weren't playing on the same team anymore. Pete Rose and Ray Fossey have a collision. Ernie Knob of the Browns tosses goose eggs for 17. And Mel Parnell fires a no-hitter. All that and more on this day in baseball history. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. Welcome to Baseball History Daily. And before we jump to today's birthday, I just want to talk a little bit about yesterday's show in case you missed it. You know, we have the 1943 All-Star Game uh, where you can listen to Bobby Doerr's home run called by Red Bobber. Babe Ruth cracks his 700th early win, tallies his 300th victory, and Reggie Jackson hits a mammoth shot in the 1971 All-Star Game, and you can hear that radio call. And finally, we cap it off with Pedro putting on a show in 1999. I always like to say every piece of history starts with a birthday. And for the hundreds of players that were born today, uh, my special birthday call-out goes to Robin Ventura. He was born on July 14th, 1967, and coming out of college, he had set the record with a 58-game hitting streak. He won the Golden Spikes Award, gold medal, and he played right in my neck of the woods in the Cape Cod League in 1987 for Hyannis. And over his career, he is known for a few things. Uh, He won six gold gloves. He hit 18 grand slams. And truth be told, what he's known most for is his brush up with Nolan Ryan on August 4th, 1993, when he charged the mound. And it didn't really work out that well for Ventura, as Ryan, much older, got the best of him that day. Today's debut um, is Ken Williams. He debuted on July 14th, 1915 uh, versus Brooklyn. He went one for four with the run scored. Uh, Williams had one of the most cherished seasons ever on the St. Louis Browns teams that were known for their uh, poor play for sure. Uh, But in 1922, they finished one game behind the Yankees um, and he had an amazing season. So he was a six footer. Um, He batted left through right. Williams had led the league in home runs with 39, RBIs 155. He had 337 and stole 37 bases. It made him the first player ever to go 30-30, and you add in that 300 average, that's one hell of a season. Um, In one game, he swatted three home runs and another two in one inning. And in between, he had six in consecutive games. Um, He was known as a pleasant gap tooth as a pleasant man with a gap to smile, he was popular with his teammates and his fans. Now, he also had several more outstanding seasons for the Browns. And truthfully, he was nearly as good in 1923 as he was in 22, but the Browns weren't. Um, in 2023, he had 357 with 29 home runs. His OPS was well over 1,000. And his war, comparatively, 7.7 to 7.9 in 1922. So, great season. Over his 14-year career, uh, he had 196 home runs, batted 319, and a career OPS of 924, and a war of 42. Before we turn it over to Robin, to give you today's baseball history highlights, I've got today's trivia. Who was the first player to retire with 20 years service with the White Sox. I'm going to give you one hint to start. He played with no other major league team. Now, we're going to be off to Robin in our highlights, and I'm going to 
put in two audio calls for you, which is going to be Eddie Matthews, 500th home run, and the Pete Rose-Ray Fossey collision. Enjoy. On July 14, 1916, Ernie Kube of the St. Louis Browns went the distance in a 17-inning 0-0 tie with the Boston Red Sox. Carl Mays went the first 15 innings for the Red Sox, and Dutch Leonard finished. In 1956, Mel Parnell of the Boston Red Sox pitched a no-hitter against the Chicago White Sox for a four-zip victory at Fenway Park. This would be the first no-hitter for the Sox since 1923 when Howard Emke would blank the Phillies. In 1967, Eddie Matthews of the Astros hits his 500th home run off San Francisco's Juan Marichal at Candlestick Park. Houston beat the Giants 8-6. Matthews would become only the seventh member of the 500 club. Matthews singled up the middle his first time up and struck out. He's one for two. Jim Wynn at second, Rusty Staub at first. And nobody out here in the sixth. Juan Marichal scratches the pitch. Will hit ball in the deep right field. Way back, Brown, number 500 for Eddie Matthews. Matthews has just hit the golden 500. Wynn and Staub cross in front of him, and this has got to be a tremendous thrill. The entire Astros bench is up. Eddie Matthews has just hit his 500th home run. And the entire Astros bench is coming out of the dugout to swarm Eddie Matthews. It couldn't happen to a nicer guy. And it's poetic justice that it happens against one of the game's greatest pitchers, if not the greatest, Juan Marichal. And the Astros lead 6-4. Hammer and Hank Aaron collected his 500th home run off Mike McCormick on July 14, 1968, as the Atlanta Braves beat the San Francisco Giants 4-2. As Kurt Simmons would say, trying to throw a fastball past Hank Aaron is like trying to sneak a sunrise past a rooster. On July 14, 1970, Pete Rose of the Cincinnati Reds scored on Jim Hickman's 12th inning single after bowling over Cleveland's Ray Fossey at home plate to give the National League a 5-4 victory over the American League at Riverfront Stadium. To the waiting Jim Hickman and right into the stretch. Looking back and throws up the middle. Rose is on his way around. Picked up by Otis. Rose is coming to the plate. Throws a throw. He's in. It's all over. The National League win. He throws barreled into Ray Fossey, who is slow in getting up. Trying to block the plate. The ball wasn't there yet, and Rose just rolled her shoulder into him, and Fossey is being led away, but the National League is now on its eighth in a row. The line drive single of the Chicago Cubs, Jim Hickman, scores Cincinnati's Pete Rose. The collision is often blamed for Fossey's shortened career, but the following year, Fossey was again an all-star catcher and also won a gold glove. That was July 14th, this day in baseball. Hey, Robin, thanks, as always, for those highlights. A little bit on that trivia. I'm going to give you a couple more hints. Um, He missed being on the black sauce uh, by being bedridden with the Spanish flu during the 1919 World Series. Uh, On the bases, he was an adventure. Um, He once stole second base, third base, and home 
with the winning run after being intentionally hit by a pitch. And he once sold third base in a World Series game, but his teammate was already there. So just a little bit about today's games. You know, I always like to give a few highlights about some games that you could listen to on today's date. So on July 14th, so exciting. 1957, the Milwaukee Braves play the Brooklyn Dodgers in their final season with Vin Scully making the call. Uh, that alone is worth the listen, just to hear Vin call the games. And he was, a, he was so masterful right from the start. Total, that, that is just a great listen. Um, and then you're going to fast forward a little bit to 1963, uh, where the Colts play the Mets. And if you want to look for some all-star games, because we've certainly had a lot of those recently, because um, we're in that season here. But um, I've already played you a highlight from the um, July 14th, 1970 all-star game at, at uh, Riverfront Stadium. But uh, you can listen to the whole game, not just a snippet of it. And there's some really cool highlights um, in Houston Astro history. Um, two of them are cool, and one of them is not as cool. But you have Eddie Matthews that I've already, um, we, you've already listened to, but uh, you can take a deeper dive in that for his uh, 500th career home run. Uh, you can get uh, Don, you can listen to Don Wilson in 1968 as he strikes out Johnny Bench for his 18th strikeout. And on a not as great note, in 1980, you can listen to the announcers talk about J.R. Richards, who makes his last start when he was uh, taken from the game. So I always like to say, you know, um, just listen to these these highlights. I just get excited. I get uh, you might be able to tell that my voice, you know, I'm just pulling these clips and I'm listening to some of these um, events and I'm listening to the players and the announcers and, you know, just Vin Scully uh, all the way back in 1957. It gives me goosebumps to think about it. And if you like baseball nostalgia, this is really a great place for you to dive in. Listen to some games. You can listen to them all over at um, Vintage Baseball Reflections. I hope you have some time and you can do that. So now on to the trivia question. Um, his base running event uh, where he th stole three bases uh, when, he, when he made his run way around the bases happened on July 14th, 1915. And his base running blunder happened in Game 2 of the 1970 World Series. And the fellow on third base was none other than Buck Weaver. Uh, who are we talking about? Red Faber. And if you want to really dive in a little bit deeper on Red Faber, you can listen to his interview um, done by Eugene Murdoch on VintageBaseballReflections.com. And tomorrow, we'll be talking about July 15th. Bono's baseball hits three home runs before separating a shoulder. Uh, Mickey Mantle, believe it or not, got demoted. Roberto Clemente breaks Bob Gibson's leg. And all joking aside here, and Watergate had nothing to do on what the Indians uh, tried to do to save Albert Bell. So that's all I got for today. Thanks to Robin from RobinSays.com uh, for her highlights. Amazing as usual. Uh, horse hide trivia for this, for this fun trivia. Both links are in the show notes. And I bid adieu until tomorrow. VintageBaseballReflections.com features a treasure chest of baseball audio. The wonderful thing is the audio isn't a guy like me or a few talking heads reflecting on players, seasons, or teams. It is the actual players from that era, announcers from that era, giving you an uncut, unfiltered, unrecent day stance on what it was like then. These are real-time clips from that era. Now, we encourage you to check out our entire back catalog of baseball audio. 
And if you like old time games and folks and folks, you are not alone. Join the membership section to enjoy interacting with fans, scoring games with folks just like you, and listening to hundreds of radio broadcasts that were baseball classics. As a special offer to you, type in This Day in Baseball for a discount just for you. And if you enjoyed the show, hit the plus sign to subscribe, follow us on the socials, and above all, share us with your friends who love baseball history just like you.